0: Office of Minnesota's Minnesota's number one one sports sports authority. authority. He's He's the the governor governor of Sports Sports Talk Radio. Radio. And by way way of executive executive order, serving (coughs) you a stimulating stimulating dose dose of sports done right.
1: And what is going on, everybody? Vince Wright. Live and direct on a Sunday. Sunday morning here in Minneapolis, St. Paul, the Twin Cities. And it is a cool, dreary day on this uh, Sunday. But I want to say what's up to everybody. The Vince or Vince Wright Sports governor here. And as you can tell by the sounds of my voice, probably, uh, the Gov is still in recovery mode coming off his Prince celebration party last night at the Executive Mansion. Man what can i say brother it was uh well very interesting to uh, say the least um oh man just all kinds of stuff what can i say what can i say lots of tequila lots of brew lots of everything going on and definitely the post-alcohol voice as uh mr grego has said there so let me uh Say what up to the uh, initial folks in the chat room, Uh, Big Grego out there. What's going on, Grego? Absolutely, thank you for joining us. Uh, Team Broadcasting, Mr. Togo Uganda Coles is down in uh, Florida as well. want to say what's up to Togo. And the one and only man himself. Mr. Jungle Brother joins us as well. I want to say what's up the Big Jungle in the house. Get up out your seats for Jungle Brother, y'all. And the one and only, the sexiest voice on the internet today. Let me give it up for the lovely Miss Spicy. So we welcome Miss Spicy in here as well. All original real cast rangers. And, yeah, it was a fun night last night here. We uh, had some friends over, did a little barbecuing, threw some prints on the uh, speakers. Uh, get-together went into the wee hours of the morning, and it was just a lot of fun remembering the Purple Man up here, obviously being from Minneapolis, a little deeper connection, but uh, just a great time. A few friends that I haven't seen in a while came by the Executive Mansion, hung out with the Gov. And we had a great, great evening. Slash, early, early boarded. So, uh, but so we will be uh, featuring some uh, Prince's music here on the next couple hours as we take our breaks. We'll focus more on kind of some spiritual music from Prince and some of the, the what they call the B sides. So, um, not not the the big hits, but the stuff that was just as good that literally could have been number one hits as well. So. And speaking of which, what up to our main man over in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Jarvis J. has joined us this Sunday morning. What up, Jarvis? Appreciate you peeping through, brother. Jarvis, let me know if you uh, peeped down there to the First Avenue at all last night. Uh, the party's still going strong down at First Ave from uh, the reports I'm getting. So let me know if you uh, check that out, man. Give us a give us a uh, inside scoop if you did so all right uh, again Vince Wright the Sunday service show sports done right and of course want to give shouts out to all the real cast Rangers um, man to so many guys doing their own shows now and doing their things we'll get into all the show times a little later on but make sure that you're liking all of us and make sure that you're sharing the shows as well um NBA got some playoffs going on, people. Big games today. Big games last night, by the way, too. Indiana top Toronto 100 to 83 and a big win there. Charlotte put it to Miami by 16, 96 to 80 last night. Um, Miami leads that series 2 to 1. Oklahoma City put it on Dallas. They're up 3 to 1 and should obviously get past um, Dallas. And the clippers fell to portland ninety six to eighty eight The clippers lead that series two to one, and the first series I spoke on is tied two games apiece so um games we got going today we got San Antonio going whoops, hold on, just lost the old spot here. Let's see if we can get that back up. San Antonio Memphis will be a one o'clock start. Good old Golden State against those Houston Rockets. 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, game what do we got? Game four of the Boston-Atlanta series. That's right. That'll be the 6 p.m. tonight. Cleveland and Detroit tonight as well. Um, San Antonio leads their series 3-0 over Memphis. Golden State leads their series 2-1. As I said, Atlanta is up two games to one. And Cleveland is up three games to zero as well so we will see what happens tonight oh and the brother-in-law's popped in here jeff paul big jeff paul what's up jeffrey sorry i couldn't make it to the prince party at the mansion last night we did miss you it was a good time but of course brother we don't hold it against you and of course georgia state is in here the man, the myth, the legend, the Chief Justice of the Real Cast Nation, Sluggo, is joining us today as well. What up, Sluggo? My main man, Georgia State, the biggest school in the state of Georgia. All right, and for you local Minnesota fans, by the way. Minnesota Wild game, we got an early start an afternoon game today, so that game starts at 2 o'clock, I believe, while trying to even up the series with the Dallas Stars, they were down 3-1, came through with a huge overtime win the other night, 5-4, and now they are uh, three games to two, they are home here in St. Paul today, trying to even up this series, And the XO Energy Center will be rocking. So, Minnesota fans, huge game today for your Minnesota Wild. And how about those Blackhawks as well? That's right. Look at that. Chicago creeping back in it. Absolutely. Blackhawks were down three games to one as well. They came back last night with a dominating 6-3 win. And put it on the St. Louis Blues. And now game seven tomorrow night in St. Louis. Will they choke again? Those St. Louis Blues choke it away. And the number one Chief Rocca. I see his New York Rangers got dusted from the playoffs last night. They fell to the Pittsburgh Penguins. And Vern, I'm sorry, Chief Rocker. your boys are done. They are done. Oh, man, what can we say? What can we say? Minnesota Timberwolves got themselves a new coach. What do you guys think about that? Thibodeau is in. $10 million a year. Vice President of Basketball Operations, as well as the head coach. <laughs> yeah, he's laughing all the way to the bank, man. What can you say? Um, so we'll get into that a little later as well. Uh, Tom Thibodeau, again, hired by the Minnesota Timberwolves to be their next head coach. Sorry about that. Had to hit the old clear throat button. Um, We'll get into that. We'll talk about what he sees as, um, you know, moving forward with Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns. He really liked the way um, Ricky Rubio looked this year. He said Ricky Rubio seemed to be healthy the majority of the year. Obviously, Kevin Garnett is a wild card. Um, Kevin Garnett uh, averaged 3.2 points a game this year for $8 million. 3.2 points a game for $8 million. Goddamn. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, KG apparently hasn't made it known what he wants to do next in terms of playing, moving on ownership, whatever the case may be. Um, So, again, we'll get into that a little bit later on. Minnesota Twins trying to play some decent baseball, but it's all about the Cubs and the Nationals right now. And the Cubs are on fire. One of the other things, too, that Vince Wright, your sports governor here on Sunday service, is going to get into a little bit. You know what, Minnesota fans? There's going to be a farewell tour next year for one of your players. Adrian Peterson. It will definitely be his last year as Minnesota Viking, more than likely. And I say, like, more than likely, for sure. Um, we'll talk about AP. Um, you know how the Vikings look at him, his contract. Well, matter of fact, let's just touch on it real quick right now. Um, coming from the Saint Paul Pioneer Press, Charlie Waters, again one of my favorite columnists. That's right, Grego. There seems to be little doubt next that next season will be Adrian Peterson's last as a Minnesota Viking. His contract for 2017 is $18 million. At age 32 is prohibitive. If Peterson were to get injured, the Vikings currently have Jerick McKinnon as a backup. McKinnon is a nice running back, not an every down back. There's nothing special about the Vikings' number three back, Matt Asiata. So um vikings gonna possibly have to start looking at some running backs here maybe in this draft Um, some that we didn't really think we would talk about but would you pay adrian 18 million dollars at age 32 that's going to be a fun little debate i don't know yes no maybe so we will see but um you know just something to keep an eye on there folks All right, Vince Wright, you are listening to me. I'm the sports governor. Still a little woozy after the Prince party last night here at the Executive Mansion. I am, trust me, deep in the Situation Room today. Lights are very low, and I am the only one in here. We kicked all security out, and after we took a a few ibuprofens, we got the show started, so... All right. Um, what else? Uh, some more Vikings news for you there as well. Um, they say that it's possible that they're going to probably release, check this out, Phil Loholt as well. Um, it says it's very possible the Vikings will release offensive lineman Phil Loholt and his $3.8 million contract. Man. Some some interesting stuff going on here. Jarvis J in the chat room. Hell yeah! AP isn't the typical running back. Absolutely. Um, everybody kind of saying what up to everybody here in the chat room. Sluggo says ten million a year. That's great work if you can find it. Talking about Coach Thibodeau. Yeah, and his contract with Minnesota. Absolutely. Uh, Grego says, uh, oh, just um, talking to Jungle. Not much Jungle chilling. About to watch some playoff basketball. As am I here. We got the game on ABC. And it is starting here in about 12 minutes. San Antonio, Memphis, game four. And again, San Antonio looking to put them away. Um, Sluggo says, Gov, did you periscope your band reunion last night? (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Sluggo, let me tell you something, man. The reunion went off without a hitch we had old school members of the band there it was just a real good time sluggo it was just a real good time brother and hey who knows maybe next time you guys can get up here next summer but we were kicking it we had the patron flowing um we had the beer going i'm still looking at the coolers right now sitting next to me um with a couple brewskis left man we had a great time sluggo but no, we didn't peric- we didn't periscope that stuff. Trust me, what was going on here did not need to be <laughs> seen on periscope, my brother. So, <laughs> Jarvis J says when they signed Andre Smith, it was a wrap for Big Phil, who's a cool brother. Yep. And let's see, what else did I want to say here? Vikings related news. Da-da-da-da oh um Harrison Smith hitman Harry is expected to get a contract increase from five point nine three to about nine million dollars for the coming season so look at oh Harrison Smith baby you put the wood to a few dudes lay him out get a four million dollar increase almost <laughs> But anyway, congratulations to him. He he's a good player. He works hard, and um, he's just he's starting to get the accolades that he's working hard to get. So, congratulations from the sports gov, Vince Wright, to Harrison Smith. And let's see here. Some oh um, again from Charlie Waters. He says one reason is the Vikings may draft Will Fuller from Notre Dame instead of Laquan Treadwell from Mississippi with their uh, top pick in Thursday's draft, is that Treadwell's 40-yard dash can be timed with a sundial. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, man. alrighty. So what else is going on here? Obviously, the city's still reeling from the death of Prince or the state up here. Um, First Avenue still going strong with their 24-hour uh, dance party, uh, playing Prince, Prince-related music, the time, Andre Simone um you know Jam and Lewis the time everything and it's just been phenomenal what's been going on around this city everybody literally feels like family up here cuz everybody has a print story as we talked about on the uh, sports and more show last last week it has just been phenomenal and that's what last night was too it was just kind of fun we had the tiki torches going we had the fires going Man, lots of good times So again, we'll finish finish, uh, Here we go again, people I told you it was a late night slash early morning We will feature some of the B-sides of Prince's music Some of his more spiritual music today That it is the uh, Sabbath Sunday Uh, Just so you know, Prince was uh, cremated yesterday um, After a private memorial service at Paisley Park With his family and close friends and after the ceremony the family and friends of princess actually came outside and handed out purple boxes that were filled with um a prince cd t-shirt and a couple other things and that was just a real classy move so big props to prince's uh, family especially his sister tamika who's really been at the forefront of all this And if you are out in the Paisley Park area, you know, it, it is worth a drive-by. Take a look, because um, I think I may actually... It's its raining here today, just not a good day for a drive out there. But I may uh, jet out there tomorrow after work. And if I do, I'll definitely do some periscoping and then and get some video for you that we can share. But, man, uh, again, a tragic loss. What can you say? So... All right, let's do this. Let's get into our first break. We're 20 minutes into the show. Uh, We're going to, like I said, feature some uh, Prince music, as uh, you can imagine here, being that I am the sports governor of Minnesota and he is my favorite artist. And let's get it started. Oh, Jungle Brother just peeped in. Let me see what Jungle Brother wrote here. Before we uh, get into the break, Jungle Brothers says $10 a year for a coach who never developed young players or even made it to the NBA final. Notice how D. Rose has played a full year without Tibbs being his coach. He stayed hurt under Tibbs because Tibbs is not a great coach and feeling his players out. But I'm not surprised I haven't heard not one t wolves fan question it shaking my head. Well, let's get in. We'll, we can get into that right now before, before we get into our break here, Jungle. And you know what? Jungle raises a very valid point. This was one of the main reasons that Tibbs was let go in Chicago is supposedly the way that he ran his players into the ground. Uh, very hard practices, um, uh, a lot of physicality, and... That is something that has not been discussed a lot up here. Jungle is absolutely right, and I got to give Jungle his props on that. It is something that I I brought up, um, I think last week. I didn't really touch on it too deeply, but it does raise the point: How do you practice this young team that we have up here? Zach Levine, Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, Rubio, Shabazz Muhammad what you know what do we do how do you practice these guys do you run them into the ground like he did in chicago apparently do you got to find a new way to, to do this and also i wasn't a big fan of being the head of not only the head coach but also the head of basketball operations as well but, um, again, we'll get into that a little bit later. But, Jungle, you definitely raise a very valid point, sir. And it's something that is going to have to be discussed. And we'll see what we can do. Maybe we can get people talking up here and get the press uh, questioning uh, Thibodeau's practice style as well. But, yep, he is hired, $10 million a year. He will be announced Tuesday officially as the Minnesota Timberwolves head coach. Um, would have happened sooner, but obviously with uh everything with Prince in this state. And again, that shows that goes to show you the outreach of that superstar that people and all in other walks of life and all this other stuff um are are putting their business on hold to kind of give Prince respect as well. Prince a huge Minnesota Timberwolves fan. Uh hung out a lot with Kevin Garnett, and um the Timberwolves definitely um, as the rest of the sports teams here, I think I put a picture up of the Minnesota Wild, um, how they designed their center ice seats there with the, the little hankies that they have. It's in the shape of a Prince's sign. So, all right, let's do this. Let's uh, get into a quick break. And I will be right back after this. Up, oh, Jarvis J. just peeped in here into the chat room. That's bullshit. So the coach is responsible for D. Rose's badass knees. Okay, then him and Jungle are going at it. And I will be right back after this break. We're going to come back. We're going to get into some Timberwolves talk. We're going to talk about Coach Thibodeau a little bit more. Um, Kevin Garnett, what's he going to do? Also, again, Minnesota Wild fans, big game here this afternoon, seeing if the Wild can tie it up. The San Antonio Spurs and Griffiths. God, here we are. (laughs) Oh, boy, like I said, folks. Anyway, the San Antonio Spurs and the Memphis Grizzlies are about to tip off here at the top of the hour as well. Big afternoon game, Golden State at Houston. So lots of basketball, lots of playoff hockey coming up. Vikings making interesting moves and uh, some baseball notes as well coming up. It's the Sunday service show and we will be right back with Prince.
2: Now you're gone Thank <laughs> you.
0: have spoken and no matter how it goes down your sports talk it's gonna be all right so forget the GOP the DNC the only party in town is at the governor's mansion the governor of sports talk that is every Tuesday night right here on Spreaker come on over and get your sports done right now let's get back to the show with the big smooth Vince Wright
1: And we are back, sports done right. Sunday afternoon, Sunday service, real cast radio. We are back, and bring it back home. All right, folks, thank you for tuning in to Spreaker.com today. You caught Vince Wright, and I am doing Sports Done Right on a special Sunday service show. And, again, want to thank everybody for joining us here um, live in the chat room all over the world on the Internet. Big things happening for the real cast Rangers. and make sure you check out the website for information on all the real cast shows realcastradio.com now we got a real interesting chat coming up here, or going off here and jungle brother definitely brought up a good point and it's got everybody talking so before we kind of get into some Thibodeau news here let's kind of i want to get back into the chat room and grego says i'd like tips too I thought he helped push Chicago back in contention post-Jordan years. Uh, Grego also, he brought up the question too once uh, Jungle put that out there um, before the break. He says, do you think it's necessarily a bad thing? Is that a sign of today's generation asking Sluggo? Because Sluggo says, word on the street is Tibbs grind the ish out of his players and isn't well liked amongst them. And that is exactly the issue. Jungle Brother says, "Preach, Sluggo. I was waiting for someone with good sports sense to chime in on Tibbs, Grego. So are we? So are we saying pushing players to their limits and having high expectations is bad? I'm confused." And then we went into our break. There, everybody obviously likes Good Prince music. Um, then we come back. Uh, Togo says, "I'd rather have tough practices and make the playoffs going." to be sitting at home soaking my knees. He he also says as well, Gentogo, the owner of a uh, baseball team, uh, uh, Selma Toros. The job of a coach is to win games. The job of players is to play. The job of a GM is to get players in that fit the coach's system. The job of the owner is to make money. Derrick Rose has to look out for his own interests. It's not anybody else's job to care about him. Grego says, very accurate. Grego also says, maybe the GM did a bad job at putting players in the coach's system. Sluggo says, Grego, I don't think you can treat young millionaires like you do broke, impressionable college kids. It's difficult to find that fine balance as a coach, but the best coaches seem to find that balance. Hmm, interesting. Grego says, I see. And taking it back to the Patriots' way, it's probably the reason why they don't pay to keep the winning system that works for Belichick. Now I understand even more. Jarvis J says he agrees with Togo. Sluggo says, Grego, it's a well oiled system y'all have up there again, referring to them, Patriots. So, Tom Thibodeau comes on up to Minnesota. And, folks, by the way, in 1990 and 91, he was a 33-year-old assistant coach with Bill Musselman to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota that year finished their record with a 29-53 and mark. Exactly 25 years later this year, guess what? The, twin, the Timberwolves finished at 29-53 and again. Um... So, Thibodeau, who's now 58, again, we told you on Tuesday, is going to be officially introduced. And, again, this comes from Charlie Waters over at the St. Paul Pioneer Press. And, quote, Coach says, this is uh, the challenge of this league. It's a very hard league. You have to build and you need some good fortune. But there were some good years in Minnesota, too, in between. Hopefully, we can get back to that. Hopefully, we want to be hard playing, unselfish, and we want to be smart. I know the fans will buy into that. Under Bill Musselman back then as an assistant coach, the Wolves, um, oh, okay, well, that's kind of some information that's not really pertinent to the story, but um, also along with coaches hire is that they took, let's see here. Bear with me one moment. And, again, you're listening to Vince Wright, Sports Done Right Show. Um, they took, uh, what was his name, uh, Laden. He was the uh, GM down in uh, San Antonio. Um, oh, God. Well, anyway, they took the, the GM from down there in San Antonio, Mr. Layden. I'm forgetting his first name. I'll find that here very, very shortly for you. Um, so a very good, uh, interesting thing happening here in Minnesota. Now, let's get to what's been talked about in the chat room. Is it a good or bad thing to run these guys into the ground during practices? That's allegedly what created the animosity with the coach down there in Chicago and the players there, and obviously eventually led to his dismissal as the Chicago coach. Oh, hold on one moment. Before we continue, we got the number one Chief Rocca. We know who that is. Ladies and gentlemen, the Chief Rocker, a uh, number one Chief Rocker. Give it up for Jersey Ver. Yes, sir. Big Jersey in the house. Want to say what's up to you, Jersey? Hope you're having a good Sunday afternoon, my brother. So, is it a good thing to... To, you know, really kind of push them in practice. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to run any the, the NBA practice. But players today are, are different than they were, you know, back when, you know, in the 80s and so on and so forth. Oh, man. But an interesting uh, question that the Jungle Brother brought up that we definitely have to take a look at as well. Um, Thibodeau, who puts everything into his job, undoubtedly could have coached somewhere after the Bulls fired him a year ago, owing him $9 million over the year and next year. But he sat this season out, surprising some for a coach that's as driven as Thibodeau. Uh, quote, you know what? Last year was great. It was a great year for me, the coach uh, says. Everyone said, you're going to go crazy. I actually enjoyed it a lot because it allowed me to take a step back it was much broader view or excuse me it was a much broader view of everything you don't have a team and you're not worried about what you're doing and your team who your next game is all that stuff it was much broader perspective for me so Again, gave him a chance to reflect, he says. He talks about basically recharging and learning. He had an opportunity to visit with a number of different teams, which he said was great as well. Thibodeau used this sabbatical to prepare for his inevitable or his inevitable next coaching opportunity. I thought about the criteria I would be looking at for the next job, he said. So he traveled the NBA to become better educated about his craft, studying, um assorted teams or excuse me studying assorted teams to learn how they operated so it sounds like he you know kind of went back to school maybe he learned some things maybe he figured out maybe he was running uh that chicago team too hard and didn't want to go through that as well so we're gonna find out though for 10 million a year aren't we all right let's get back into the chat room here and again you're listening to vince right sports done right the sunday service show Slugo says you're playing 82 games plus playoffs if you're lucky there's no way you should run your players in the ground at practice in season practices should be more about corrections in my humble opinion i that's a very good point Slugo. i i you know you got me thinking and i actually agree with that um, 82 games long season especially when you play basketball when you run and those knees are on that court and you know it it hurts it hurts So uh, Togo says, Jungle, that depends on the culture of the franchise. If the 50 players on the team have not won anything, you have to push them until they learn how to win. Once they win championships or you have veterans that can get them to that level, you can change your philosophy. Or, oops, he says, uh, what was that? 50 was a typo. Grego says, now I agree with that. Should be more mental than being overly physical. Um, Grego says, but it is still a job. Absolutely. Um, First Lady sends her uh, best to everybody out there. She's over here kind of tidying up after everything last night. Again, a fun night that, (laughs) yeah, we definitely can't get into over the air. Um, Jungle Brother says, Togo, if you're a great fighter, winning fights night after night, he will eventually lose to a fighter that has been well-rested. That's why Tibbs couldn't get out of the East. Okay, oh, and here we go. So Scott Layden is uh, the San Antonio Spurs, well, former San Antonio Spurs GM, who is now the new Wolves general manager. It says here in this article that Glenn Taylor, who owns the Timberwolves, had asked Thibodeau to provide a list of GM candidates, and Layden, who Thibodeau trusts implicitly, was on top of that list. Taylor subsequently was impressed with Layden after flying to San Antonio to interview him. Taylor and Thibodeau and Layden discussed their potential partnership with each other before uh, with each other before committing to Taylor who then hired both the same day on five-year contracts. Thibodeau's deal is for a reported $8 million annually, um, plus some other stuff that brings it closer to ten. million. Layton's is for $2 million a year, and both of those guys asked for five-year deals. So Thibodeau gets his guy. He gets his position. He gets total control of the ship. And... We are going to find out. Gov isn't usually a fan of that type of setup, but hey, maybe Thibodeau the one that can change our minds here. Um, Minnesota fans, it looks like recently Glenn Taylor was uh, in touch with Flip Saunders' widow Debbie, asked if she needed anything, um, and, uh, and asked her if she wanted to retain Flip's limited partnership with the Wolves. She told him that she did and will. So, uh, Flip's uh, widow, Debbie, is technically a a small owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves. So, congratulations there. And rest in peace, Flip, as well. Not a a good year for Minnesota legends. Um, Again, uh, the wild game going off a little later on. And what else do we got? Oh, yes, Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, there's. Oh, what was I gonna say? Anyway, we'll pass. We got some baseball updates coming up as well. Chicago, both Chicago teams actually off to a pretty good start this year in baseball. Um, as the season gets on their way, we are you know around the twenty game mark in, so things are finally starting to settle in for baseball. Obviously, a long season there. We'll talk about some uh, baseball news a little later as well. And what else do we got going on here? Oh, what's... Oh, yeah, we talked about Harrison Smith. Um, Since the end of the last season, Vikings have lost only three players. Mike Wallace, uh, who uh, signed on with Baltimore. Cornerback Josh Robinson, who went to Tampa Bay and safety. Robert Blanton, who went to Buffalo. Uh, Spielman who is our general manager here, Chris Spielman, records. Uh, The record has been traded. He likes to trade down during the draft for more picks. So we'll see if that happens here this year for Minnesota. Vikings, let's see. Probably not a lot of opportunity for um, young draft picks. I don't know, man. So, again, it's going to be fun. We know what they're doing in Cleveland. Uh, Looks like (laughs) they're going to give RG3 a a one-year spot there. Um, What do you guys think for your local teams down there in Atlanta with the draft coming up? uh, Grego, Patriots, always uh, interesting because at some point there will be no Tom Brady. And Grego, how long do you think Tom Brady's going to play? How many more years do you guys think Tom Brady has in him? As we talk about that, I couldn't tell you either. Uh, Minnesota Gopher News, uh, uh, Minnesota Governor Mark Dayton uh, met with uh, some former Gopher athletic alumni, uh, one of which was jumping Jim Bronzel, former AWA wrestler with Greg Gagne, the High Flyers, back in the day. Uh, met with the governor over at the governor's mansion to express their frustration with the university's uh, lengthy search for an athletic director. Governor Dayton got an fool. it sounds like, in the meeting over there. So, again, University of Minnesota, got to get it together. A lot of stuff going on, man. Um, let's see. We talked about the games last night um we got games going today we're tied up 13 13 in the first quarter here on abc memphis and san antonio and let me get into this chat room here jarvis j says that's all rumor did any of it attend the practices um let's see i deal with facts not speculations everybody's saying what up to the first lady Togo says, Jungle, I agree with that. And I think in the long run, we're saying the same thing because my reasoning that they did not go out of the East is because they faced teams that had veterans who knew how to win and thus could rest themselves appropriately. My argument that Chicago players did not know how to win, specifically Derrick Rose does not have a playoff ready killer instinct. And I guess, uh, let's see here, three more years, two of them productive. Grego says, oh, that's probably my uh, Tom Brady question. And that is what's going on. So, uh, Minnesota Twins fans, Joe Maurer starting to come around a little bit. We can talk about that a little later on as well. Um, The Yankees, um, reliever Brandon Pinder. He has a partial ligament tear in his right elbow, so some baseball news popping off already. Again, the Chicago Cubs, thirteen and five, on top of the world, along with Washington, thirteen and four, and the White Sox with a very surprising start to their season as well, twelve and six. Grego says no first round picks for the Patriots; they were stolen by Goodell. But I will watch the draft. For the love of football, I think they will draft the D lineman or offensive lineman in the second round. Um, Keep us posted on that, sir. You know, it's just – it's New England, and, yeah, unfortunately, for all the crap that we do give Grego, that team truly does just kind of reload all the time, so. But, yeah, we are uh, coming up to the draft here, and we got – you know who do you take? Do you take um, Do you take Wentz? Do you take that kid from California? Quarterbacks are always so hit and miss. Um, from NFL.com here, Gil Brandt. He's a the uh, senior analyst there. He came out recently with his rankings of what he calls his hot top 100 prospects for the draft. Number one on his list. Is Laramie Tunsil, the uh, offensive tackle out of old Miss, 6'6", 310 pounds. Um, says in six games the Tunsil did start. He didn't allow a sack. Was called for one holding penalty and three false starts. Um, you got Jalen Ramsey, number two, the quarterback out of Florida State. And you got number three, and I know big jersey are like this, Ezekiel Elliott out of Ohio State. on the 40, rushed for over 1,800 yards the previous two seasons, obviously won a national championship. We know a lot about Ezekiel, and I think he has the perfect pro mentality myself. And right behind him at number four on his board, um, Gilbrand, you have Joey Busa, the other Ohio State star, the defensive end. Uh, worked out better at ohio state's pro day than he did at the combine are the notes on joey bosa so look for him to go um, high as he has improved himself as well grego said oh jarvis J, excuse me mauer just stealing money absolutely there's a story in the uh sunday paper the st paul pioneer press uh jarvis that you may want to check out talking about he's using a new set of glasses that supposedly help him see the ball better it was quite interesting because he's been hitting better this year grego says don't be surprised if derrick henry ends up in foxborough really you think i don't know Jarvis says, Paxton Lynch is better than both of them other quarterbacks. And Grego says, I hope Zeke falls to a good team. I think he can be the great on the next level. So Carson Wentz, quarterback out of North Dakota State University. We've talked about him. Um, solid player at his level. He's uh, defeated a couple Division One teams. He's got all the necessary tools, in my opinion, uh, runs a four seven forty. He's six five two thirty seven, so not the uh, smallest individual there as well. He's number seven actually on Gilbrant's board. So for all you local Minnesota people and North Dakota State fans over here in the uh, living in the Twin Cities, and I know there's a few of yous. I've heard from you through uh, Twitter and whatnot. Uh, that's where your boy Carson Wentz is slated on this board here, number seven. Still has a chance to be the first quarterback taken. Still has a chance to be the first overall pick, but we will see because he's battling, of course, Jared Goff, the quarterback out of California. Goff, 6'4, 215, runs a 4'8, 40, so a little bit slower. Started 37 games in three seasons at Cal Berkeley. Ninety-six touchdown passes. And that's without really having a a real good football team around him, to be honest with you. Um his it says here in the notes was often played by poor offensive line play. He was sacked eighty six times in his career. So um yeah, not a lot of protection up front. Had a poor game against Utah last season, throwing five interceptions. So those are your guys that are battling it out. Got Jay Conklin, offensive tackle from Michigan State. You got Ronnie Staley and the offensive tackle to of Notre Dame who are rounding out the top 10 on this board. Lynch, the Jarvis J says, Togo, it's crazy, bro. And if you call him out, you'll get attacked. Lynch is 6'7", 26, or 245 says Jarvis. And yes, yeah, just some other names as we're going down the list because obviously I'm not going all the way here um Paxton Lynch there's the quarterback out of Memphis um says he well it has him measured here at six six but we'll call it six seven because he's closer to that two forty four runs a four point eight six forty started thirty eight games finished with a twenty two and sixteen record watch Memphis uh watch the Memphis upset of old miss for the best of Lynch watch the game against Auburn in the Birmingham bowl for the worst of Lynch it says here. He did well at Memphis' Pro Day. He has a strong arm, good athlete, might need some time to develop. Lynch does have a chance to be special. There you go. There you go. So, again, big draft coming up here, people. Seems to be a lot of decent players out there for the taking. You know, I'm going down the list. We got Derrick Henry at number 32 here on his board. Uh, Derek uh, running back for Alabama. Heisman Trophy winner runs a 4-5-40, 6-2, closer to 6-3 almost 250 pounds. Uh, be interesting to see if somebody's gonna take a chance on him maybe a little higher than expected. who knows? Uh, who else we got out here? Uh, oh another quarterback th- that I had heard about last week William Jackson the third from uh, the University of Houston. Um, let me see he's actually 31 on this board he's six feet tall he runs a 4 340 has man coverage skills as well as size and speed and the size and speed you want he's very good in press coverage he had 24 passes defended in 2015 which was the best in FBS last year so again anybody needing a a quarterback out there or cornerback uh, keep an eye on this William Jackson the third guy Um, A very good player out of Houston, and, you know, we will see what happens. And there's my guy, Josh Doxon, the wide receiver. I've been pushing the Vikings to take uh, 6'2", 202. He's number 29 on the board. Ran a faster 10-yard time than than world-class sprinter and teammate Colby Listenby. Doxon has excellent ball skills. He was also an excellent basketball player in high school doxon missed the final three games of last season with a wrist injury he's fine now and will catch a lot of passes for some nfl teams. so absolutely um jarvis J says that kid from houston is nice jungle brother says great move by hugh jackson trading down and getting extra picks especially in the money round which is uh the third round jungle says if you can find a starter that plays on a pro bowl level in the later rounds Three and below. That's a recipe the Seahawks use for their Super Bowl run the last three years. I think Hugh will take a quarterback in the third round. Very jungle breaking it out in the morning hours or the early afternoon hours, but I I tend to agree with that. Very good point, jungle brother. Grego says Cardell can take over the Cowboys and not give the position back after Romo's seven game season. (laughs) Cardell Cowboys. Hmm. Gets me thinking. Gets me thinking. So, a little update here for you folks. San Antonio is up 22-17 in the first game today of uh, four playoff games, if I remember correctly. They uh, are looking to close this series out, by the way, and send Memphis home. And this game is in Memphis, in case you did not know that. Cardell can take – oh, whoops, we already read that one. That was from Grego in the chat room. And again, folks, this is Real Cast Radio. Vince Red Sports Governor on Spreaker.com. Make sure you're checking out all the shows. Um, you got Jungle Brother doing Real Cast Sports Radio. Make sure you follow him. Um, we got Cooking with the Microwave with Big John Fisher. And by the way, big ups, John Fisher. We are with you, my friend. And we got you back home, boy. So we will be talking to you very, very soon. Looking forward to hearing John Fisher back on these airwaves again. Swerving in his suburban, we got that Ninja doing a great show. Underground Railroad show. We got the Chief Rocker himself doing the Monday wrap-up show. He's doing the Bottom from the Top show over on SME as well with um, John Fisher. We got Gary G Money Joiner, Everyday People. So a lot of good things happening. A lot of radio shows. Kicking it with Kesey. KC's always got some great guests on um, how he lands them, man. He's, he works that Twitter from what he told me. Uh, direct message people. So the Kicking It with Kesey show. That's K-Y-S-I-I. Um, a, lot of good inf- a lot of good stuff there. Uh, especially when he has his wife on, um, Angie. So a lot of good, good things going on as well. Grego says, Des Bryant would be too hype. And Sluggo says, yes, sir, Grego, because Cardell can spin it deep. Yeah, yeah, something to think about. Something to think about, people. That's all I'm saying. That is all I'm saying. So, oh, man. Um, so, yeah, that is just some people off the big board. Um, it was uh, NFL.com, Gil Brandt. If you want to take a look at the full list of 100. So all kinds of mock drafts, as you can imagine, going up already. And the draft is this week. It is coming up. All right, you got Vince Wright on Spreaker.com. And we we're just getting some stuff up here on the monitor. Oh, what else do we got going on in the world of sports? Oh, it looks like Curry is finally going to be probable for the Warriors in game four at Houston. So look for Steph to finally uh, come out and start busting some threes. Grizzlies are playing right now. We talked about that. Um, For all you MMA fans, John Jones grinds out a win to uh, get the interim light heavyweight title. And for all us boxing fans, us older guys, uh, Triple G won his fight last night, uh, Gnani Gvelkin, um, in a very easy second-round knockout of his challenger. And we will see if him and um, Canelo Alvarez maybe can find a way to meet down the road, um, or Andre Ward possibly for Triple G as well. Grego says exactly, and that line will give him time to get adjusted to the NFL speed of the game, best fit in my humble opinion. Jarvis J says it looks like Memphis is about to get swept up, absolutely. Bone Jones, yep, Bone doing his thing. And what else we got going on here in the world of sports? Oh, Redskins safety plans to make huge amount of money off Josh Norman. What? What? Let's take a look at that, so the big winner in the Josh Norman sweepstakes wasn't Josh Norman. It was Duke oh in the in hot in Hach, Nachio, however you see this guy's name before Norman signed with the Redskins on Friday. Duke was openly rooting for the former Panther quarterback to sign with Washington nacho's rooting interest had nothing to do with norman's football talents though it had to do with the fact that the safety was planning to make some serious money off norman and nacho was right about the hefty check norman's five-year 75 million dollar deal included a 15 million dollar signing bonus and a 36 and a half million dollar fully guaranteed overall and oh so that's what it was he's looking to sell um the number 24 to him as well um So we will see if uh, Mr. Norman can purchase the number 24 from Duke, who already has it. Um, What else is going on here on a wonderful Sunday afternoon? I hope it's a lot better where you are because it is uh, very cloudy, very rainy here in the Twin Cities. And let's see what else is going on here. Oh, hold on, my main man. Before we talk a little boxing, we got to give it up. For Mr. Sigma himself, Busa is in the house. What's up, Mr. Busa? It's going down, sir. And his Washington team. See if they're going to get another NFC East Championship. Now, Gannetti, Triple G. Golovkin, Triple G, made quick work of Dominic lights out Wade on Saturday night. And this is from CBSSports.com. Registering his 22nd straight knockout dating back to 2008. Improves him to 35-0 with 32 knockouts. Golovkin dispatched Wade with a knockout in the second round after sending Wade to the canvas for the third time in the fight with a vicious right hand. No one expected weight to last long, and Triple G gave everyone what they wanted in another dominant knockout victory. Golovkin has the unique ability to make fights against inferior opponents interesting, not because the result is ever in doubt, but because everyone wants to see how Golovkin will end the fight. He's run through every possible middleweight challenger who's been willing to step into the ring with him. Now it's time for the lineal champion in the middleweight division, Canelo Alvarez, to step up and take on the best. After the fight, the 34-year-old unified WBA, IBF, IBO, and interim WBC middleweight champ delivered the same message when he told Alvarez to stop dodging him after facing Amir Khan. It doesn't matter who wins, he says. Give me the belt. I need my belt, Triple G told Max Kellerman on HBO's Boxing Telecast last night. Earlier, let's see. Oh, there's just some prelims fights there, but that's what we're talking about. Where you at, Canelo Alvarez? Amir Khan's a nice fighter, but he has no power. We'll see if this fight ever comes to fruition. All right, Grego says Curry will definitely play. The refs will play, too, especially admitting that they missed a foul on Harden. Absolutely. <laughs> Busa is kind of saying what up to everybody. Blah, blah, blah. All right, Boosa. nice and sunny in Oklahoma. Yeah, I bet it is, Boos I bet it is, man. Oh, is Uncle Mike up in the joint? Ladies and gentlemen, let me give it up for the one and only out of L.A. Uncle Mike, if he's up in here. I'm, I'm kind of scrolling. I hope I didn't miss him. There he is, Uncle Mike. My bad, homie. My bad. Thanks for joining us on the Sunday Service Show, my man. Um, we got another break coming up here in a couple minutes, but what's up to Uncle Mike? He says, I don't trust Alabama running backs. I'll tell you what, Eddie Eddie Lacy sent them back a a long, long way by what he tried to pull off last year. Um, jungle brother says panthers went back and looked at the super bowl game where norman dropped two interceptions they figured they can find a corner back in the draft that can do that <laughs> remember odb toasted norman like he was a statue uh, yeah that was funny um everybody's saying what's up uncle mike says i'm a mile into a three mile run and it's starting to pour here in houston Oh, Mike, I thought you were out in L.A. for something. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the last thing Houston needs is more rain, man. So I hope it ain't too much. Um, Let's do this, folks. We are an hour and 10 minutes into the show. We may do three hours today if y'all can hang out with me. Um, We'll see how it goes here. Gov is going to go get some water because that is, trust me, the only thing the sports governor of Minnesota is drinking today is agua. And... We got some great Prince musics. Again, we're playing more of the uh, B sides, the lesser-known songs. But man, what can you say? It is Prince, and man, I don't know. Still cannot believe the brother is gone. Um, but a lot of good, a lot of good things coming up here. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna play um, a couple songs here first one is called race from the oh what was it the uh come album one of the more underrated albums in my humble opinion but um again a good song about race relations and this was yeah, way back when he was definitely an innovator boy prince did so much in the community a lot of things that a lot of people don't know a lot of donations a lot of time spent that he just kept off the record because he wanted to remain anonymous um let me just finish up here with the chat before we get into our break grego says laugh out loud jungle that's exactly what they were thinking also that their system style of play benefited norman uncle mike says from oh, from los angeles live in houston okay my bad okay cool yeah, as i always see you got the uh dodger gear in the la thrown up so Still repping his hometown Can respect that The Chief Rocker says 85 in Atlanta Man You know what brother After yesterday And yesterday that was the other reason too It was a very nice day here in the Twin Cities Um, It was a little windy But it was uh, very warm You know mid 70s So we had a great day to party yesterday as well Uh, Grego says I think Henry would be okay with the Patriots or Seahawks Chief Rocca, Busa, you missed the show yesterday. And Chief Raka says, Grego, the Giants are good, son. Watch. All right, so let's do this. We're going to take our second break here. Again, Sports Done Right, doing our Sunday service show with uh, some Uh, More rare music from Prince Uh, Got a couple cool songs on the spiritual side Coming up in our last break with Prince later on So I will be right back We're going to get everything reset here We're going to keep talking about the NFL And basically anything you guys want to talk about Um, Again, we got the NBA popping off today We're going to get you some baseball updates as well We're going to cover it all today, people As we are getting back into the sports scene here Especially in the Twin Cities But in... Till we get back, we are going to go with a little more of the purple one. Myself, he was my favorite artist. And come away. this is Prince. To the rain is over and gone.
3: time.
0: The governor of Sports Talk Radio cordially invites you to stay connected to Sports Done Right. Join the conversation in the Sports Done Right group chat on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Big Smooth One. That's The Big Smooth, the number one on Twitter. The MVP of Online Sports Talk Radio is here. Sports Done Right. Now let's get back to the show.
1: It's right, the sports governor. Coming back to you live from the situation room. Sports done right. Sunday service. Realcastradio.com. What's going on, people? We are back. Doing a uh, fun field show here. Sunday service on a Sunday afternoon. I... Hope the weather's doing better than it is here in the Twin Cities. Sounds like it is most everywhere else. And I am Vince Wright, Sports Governor. Welcome back to Sports Done Right. We got the Spurs up to 25-33 on the Grizzlies here. There is a power outage in Memphis, if you can believe that. So the game has, uh, (laughs) Jersey says in the chat room, play a door. Uh, let me look for that for the next break there. Uh, Chief Raka, Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, power hour power outage in Memphis. Again, I am having trouble speaking after the party last night. And again, just want to thank all my peeps for stopping by as well. So we had a great time. Lots of fun. Lots of drink. And lots of other stuff. Oh, man, what can I say? What can I say? Curry coming back to play in game four. My Blackhawks come back, force a game seven. Minnesota Wild forcing game six, uh, which starts here pretty quickly in about. Let me check the old official schedule out. Oh, they must have switched up the channels, Minnesota people. Hold on. Oh, is that an... Did they put us on the national scene? I wonder. And yes, it looks like the Minnesota game might be a 2 o'clock start on NBC. So, uh, Jungle Brother says, Gov, post the link for that copyright free music gonna need it for the new SME venture yeah absolutely uh what all I did by the way is if you go to iTunes and I I, and I say iTunes because that's kind of what Skype interfaces with um because I I don't have a lot of stuff downloaded on on my actual laptop here but um if you go to iTunes and just type in royalty free music, you're gonna get back all kinds of stuff. And you know, you just gotta take the time to go through um and, and find stuff like that that drop, that walking dead drop that everybody loves, this one right here. And yeah, very, very funky. Um, I just happened to find that by chance, and I'll post the link for that um after the show, and I will see because it's just it's kept up on my soundboard right now, so I gotta go into the actual files to see what is uh the name of the album. But just go to iTunes and type in royalty free music, sound effects, things like that, and you'll find everything you need. Uh, All kinds of sound effects, all kinds of drops, um, back uh, beats, uh, things like that. And it's all royalty free. So once you purchase it, it can be used in uh, SME, the Stewart Media and Entertainment, or other places as our shows grow, people, and our shows get on other formats. Having that, um, you know, is really good because it can be played. So figure out, get creative with how you want to drop it and stuff um and you will be pleasantly surprised but again just head on out to itunes yeah jungle brother that walking dead drop is real nice i love that one um and actually i will share give me one second here let's see what was that one that came from and again this is vince wright sports governor Bear with me one moment. Royalty free music. I'm trying to see if um, I just have it on their file, but yeah, I don't. I don't think that's the name of the album now. Just says royalty free music, sound effects and music. So if you can find that, that is the one that has the Walking Dead. It's called the Walking Dead dubstep TV show there. Um, it also has that real cool James Bond one that we play on the Sports and More show. This right here. Good morning, my name's Bond, James Bond. Yeah, so that's a real nice one as well. So, yeah, you guys make sure you get out there and check that out and incorporate it into your shows. It can, you know, really help fill, you know, get your background music or some backbeats, things like that. Some uh, pre-show blocks that I use and play music before the show as people are getting in the chat room. So check it out. And again, that's where you can find that Walking Dead one as well. All right. uh, Let's get back into some sports here. Again, this is uh, the sports governor of Minnesota, Vince Wright. Got some early baseball scores going on today. Tampa Bay is up in the bottom of the second on the New York Yankees already. Chief Rocker 5-0. Oakland is up in Toronto. They are up 1-0 in the top of the third. Cleveland and Detroit are uh, scoreless in the third inning look at those cubbies chicago my cubbies 5-0 over cincinnati and the mets are up in the first inning one nothing over the atlanta braves and washington is up on my minnesota twinks one nothing in the bottom of the first and i'm actually got that game switched on here in the situation room uh looks like a beautiful day in washington they got runners on first and second Looks like they got a little rally possibly going. There are two outs, however. So if the Twins get this and dodge a bullet, that would be nice. Uh, what else we got going on here? Again, Vinny V, Vince right? the big smooth. Um, oh, last night, KD was ejected. Now, I missed that game because of the party. So if anybody saw what happened there, um, let us know. Was it something that's major, anything that's going to affect the series? Is it going to get suspended, anything like that? Don't know, but just let us know if you did catch it. Uh, What else we got going on here in the world of sports? Oh, we talked about um, a couple weeks ago. There's There has been movement on the NCAA allowing uh, players to sign their individual endorsement deals as well. So that kind of keeps moving forward. Take a look. Could be interesting. You never know. You never know. Um, again, NFL draft coming up. Um, Drew Brees says he would have restructured his deal to land Norman down in New Orleans. Found that to be kind of interesting. Drew Brees obviously coming towards the end of his career. And I thought that was cool. Uh, The Cleveland Browns are the underdog in every single game already for next year. I just thought that was kind of funny as well. Um, Cleveland, you know, just when you think your city's bad, they, they just can't figure it out at all um cam newton stopped by a school playground to play football with the kids he's just driving by saw the kids out there playing football stopped uh jumped over the fence and hung out with the kids for a while thought that was very cool again um always good to see cam doing the 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 good things that he does out there in the community so you can check that out there's pictures all over the place on that um, Roger Goodell says the NFL draft is likely to leave Chicago, um, Denver, and Atlanta. So um want to host it in the future here. So keep an eye open there for all my fans down in Atlanta, GA, in the area down there. You guys uh, may be hosting the NFL draft uh, sooner rather than later. Let's see. What else here in the NFL is just... Waiting to see who they're going to pick. Um, the Rams of Los Angeles. Good. To, it's real good to say that again, by the way. I was just never a fan of them playing in St. Louis. But uh, from CBSSports.com, between now and April 28th, the Los Angeles Rams have a huge decision to make. The team has to decide who to select with that number one overall draft pick. Is it Wentz? Is it Jared Goff? So, you can just flip a coin, people. Just flip a coin. And it is the Rams. So, they just need to worry about getting their stadium deal done so they can uh, get going over there. What else is going on here? And again, folks, this is the Sunday service show. Real cast the Rangers out there. Sam Bradford likely to ask Eagles for a trade out of Philadelphia. Well, 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 shocky, shocky there. Chief Rocker in the chat room says, why Breeze could not do that for his receiver that they let go, uh, Colston? You know, Chief, I I, I get where you're coming from. Um, You know, they just probably thought he was a little old, a little long in the tooth. You know, he hasn't been the... uh, Uh, colston of old by any means but he's you know still a very solid veteran nfl receiver Uh, that's a good question but i just think that you know they probably looked at colston and just thought he was a little old and didn't want to commit to him like that the jungle brother out of north carolina says saints can forget about ever getting a high price free agent much as they throw the pigskin around instead of ball control and running the clock that defense will be on the field major minutes yeah, could be, could be, but it's just amazing. Here it is. The 24 hour cycle of the NFL. They, they, they do got us hooked, don't they? Um, let's see. Let's take a look out West here. We haven't talked about any of the West coast teams in a minute. Let's see what's going on here. Um, um, From NFL.com's Connor Orr, San Diego Chargers GM says their running game has to improve. Now, the San Diego Chargers running game woes in 2015 led to the sorrowful admission recently from last year's first-round pick, running back Melvin Gordon. uh, He was the uh, former Wisconsin Badger, by the way, uh, even thought it wasn't his fault. But general manager Tom Telesco isn't exactly pumping the brakes and trying to make everyone feel better. Although the staff isn't ready to give up on Gordon, and they shouldn't be, they are treading lightly when it comes to talking about their failures on the ground. As Telesco put it Friday via the San Diego Union-Tribune, it has got to get better. I don't think we've ever said the running game wasn't important, Telesco added. We just weren't good enough at it last year. Per the Union Tribune, San Diego used more than 20 offensive line combinations in 2015, which could have a disastrous effect on any ball carrier, let alone a running back who is used to riding behind a consistently dominant front in college. Thankfully, they are all in line to get a top-notch quarter, quarter, or excuse me, to get the top non-quarterback position player in the NFL draft. Now that the Eagles and Rams have moved up to take the top two spots in Thursday's first round. Telesco talked recently about dealing number three, but if the chance arises to get, say, consensus, number one prospect, Laramie Tunsell, the offensive tackle, do they back out? Gordon should be treated just like any uh, rookie running back drafted in the first round. Investments need to be made around him to make everything work the way it should and to keep someone with immense talent from losing their confidence. Gordon can feel like it was terrible and that he has something to prove, but he should also understand that the league's 31st ranked rushing attack, and by the way, the Chargers averaged only 84 yards a game last year, was not all on his shoulders. So there you go. Interesting things going on in San Diego. And also with San Diego, you know, how much longer do you put your trust in uh, Phillip Rivers as well? Just something the Gov wanted to throw out there. Uh, Let's see here. Jungle Brother, or excuse me, Chief Rocker, the number one Chief Rocker, says, Gov, what do you think about Isaiah Thomas and the Celtics hitting 42 points on those sorry-ass Hawks the other night? That is going for 100 tonight. (laughs) Laugh out loud. Uh, the Chief going at it. Uh, Gov, is Dusty Baker a great manager or what? Nats in first place. He had the Reds in first place. Look at them now. He had the Cubs, one Bartman interference with Moises Salou from winning a chip, and he also had Giants in the series. Ladies and gentlemen, the Jungle Brothers, absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Oh, Dusty Baker, one of my favorite managers, one of my favorite, um, uh, you know, (laughs) what can you say? I mean, honestly, what can you say about Dusty Baker? You know, as a player, you know, most famously uh, played with the Dodgers from 76 to 83, He also played, he started with the Braves in 1968, ironically, for all you Atlanta folks down there. Played with the Braves from 68 to 75, the Dodgers from 76 to 83, the Giants in 84, and he went across the bay to finish up with the Athletics in 85 86. Um, Managed the Giants, the Cubs, the Reds, and presently with the Nationals, as Jungle Brother has pointed out. I mean, the guy is simply incredible. Overall, as of April 22nd, he has a record of 1,683 wins against 1,508 losses for a 527% winning percentage. Now you say, well, you know, I mean, come on. Well, Jungle's right. He one kind of weird play away, the Cubs may be in the World Series. Um, You look what he did with the Reds and what he's doing presently with the Nationals off to a 12-4 start. Um, You know, nice runs with the Giants. You know, the Giants couldn't get past uh, the Angels that year, and the Angels got their chip, their championship, but... Dusty Baker is one of the most well-respected managers in baseball. And you guys may have seen the picture of me and Dusty that I sometimes use as uh, my avi and this and that. And I may put it on maybe during the next break here. But uh met Dusty Baker at a hotel bar <laughs> in Chicago. And it was very nice. I told him, you know, I was from Chicago, even though I lived in Minneapolis. And he was actually, um, at the time managing with uh, Cincinnati because Lou Pinella was the Cubs manager. So we'd leave that bar after meeting me and uh, my friend. We were in town for the U2 concert, and we got to hang out, talk with about 20 minutes with Dusty Baker. As we're leaving the hotel, we're walking down Michigan Avenue. Literally 10 minutes later, Lou Pinella and his wife walk right by us. And I got to find the picture with Lou because that was a great picture. But, yeah, so we met – Dusty Baker the former Cubs manager we met his replacement Lou Pinella, and it was great because uh, the Reds were in town playing the Cubs and again just one of them lucky breaks but Jungle Brother you deserve a baller word for pointing that out man very good point with Dusty Baker Fun little tidbits on Dusty Baker. Also, he was a United States Marine Corps reservist from 1969 to 75 as well. So playing baseball and serving our country. So big ups to him. Uh, what else we got? Um, well, that's about it. We you know we get it on Dusty Baker, but I, yeah, Jungle brings up a very good uh, point about him. He is a phenomenal. Guy, he is um he won a ring with the Dodgers like I said in 1981. He's a two-time all-star player himself in 1981 and 82. He was the National League Championship Series MVP in 1977. He uh, won a gold glove in 81. He's a two-time Silver Slugger award winner in 1980 and 81. And Jungle, as you say, he is also three-time National League Manager of the Year. In 1993, 1997, and the year 2000. So again, big ups for Dusty Baker. And as we are talking a little baseball, maybe we'll do a little transition over there. Uh, let's do a little roundup from yesterday's baseball games here. Um, Saturday, the Indians beat the uh, Detroit Tigers 10-1. to 1. Corey Kluber struck out 10 over eight innings. Jan Gomez homered and drove in five runs for Cleveland. Chicago White Sox kept winning. Jose Abreu, uh, the, the Chai Sox, won 4-3 to three over Texas. Jose Abreu hit a RBI single with one out in the bottom of the 11th inning. And Chicago won for the fourth time in five games. The Blue Jays beat Oakland 9-3. Troy Tulowitzki hit two solo home runs yesterday. Josh Donaldson added a three-run blast. And Oakland six game winning streak comes to an end. As our friend over there that likes to troll us says in a jazz-a. Yankees three to two over Tampa Bay. Brett Gardner hit a solo home run with two outs in the bottom of the ninth to spoil Blake Snills. Major league debut for Tampa Bay. Yankees with the big blast. Houston Astros 8-3 over Boston. Colby Rasmus hit a tie-breaking grand slam in the fifth inning, and Houston snapped its four-game losing streak. Baltimore over Kansas City, the defending world champs. Chris Davis homered and had four hits as Baltimore won 8-3. to three. Yesterday, the Cubs did lose to Cincinnati, and they are up today. But yesterday, uh, was it Ingenio Suarez and Adam Duvall hit three-run homers in the sixth inning? And Joey Votto later hit a two-run shot as well. Reds 13-5 over them Cubbies. Mets down the Braves A2 yesterday. David Wright hit a two-run double. And Steve Matz earned his second straight win. The Phillies beat the Brewers yesterday 10-6. Michael Franco hit his third homer in two days. And again, Philly 10-6 over Milwaukee. The Dodgers beat Colorado 4-1. D-backs 7-1 over Pittsburgh. Chris Herman drove in four runs with a homer and a double there. You got the Cardinals 11-2 over the Padres. That's right. Um and the Giants 7-2 over the Marlins. Jake PV had 7 innings for his first win and added a two-run single off Miami Ace Jose Fernandez. In a jail cell on the American League side the Indians oh what am I talking about never mind <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but let's check out the chat room here again Vince Wright doing the Sunday service show Sluggo says fallback chief I bet your Knicks were on their sofas watching uh, the game 2-1 Hawks son oh there we go there we go Sluggo always repping for the ATL Grego says Nats play the Braves a lot so that helps their winning record too Baker is doing this thing, no? <laughs> Chief Rocker, laugh out loud with Slagow. And let's see what else is going on here. Derek Carr looking for big things for his Oakland Raiders. Says Kalichi Osmele is a uh, beast and is looking for big things from him. Six foot five, 330 pound is mainly the former Raven gives the Raiders a massive presence alongside center Rodney Hudson and fellow guard Gabe Jackson. So quarterback is very, very happy in Oakland with his new look offensive line and could be very interesting now, folks. I um, wanted to give you kind of an update here on a couple things we're trying to get popping off here on Sports Done Right. And I'll be in that chat room here in just a second by people. And I got to find Vern or the jersey of Vern's uh, adore here from Prince. See if I got that one ready to go for him. But just wanted to give you an update. Lots of things popping off here. Again, we're working on the Sports Done Right website. Um, we got realcastradio.com. Make sure you check that out as well. That'll give you information on all the RealCast shows, when when we go off. um, Bios kind of tells you a little bit about us. And whatever platform we're on, we can definitely find us streaming there as well. Um, One of the other things I wanted to talk to you about as well is uh, we were – and I kind of dropped the ball on this just with some stuff happening this week and things like this, but – my wife's cousin, who uh, his name is Donald Mann, he's a, a small college kicker. He started out at the University of Sioux Falls over in South Dakota, and went to another small college out in Pennsylvania. But he was a soccer player who, as you've heard stories before, was recruited onto the football team to play football and you know place kick and do field goals and whatnot. So we're going to talk to Don about his trek and trying to make it to the NFL. And he has actually been to the NFL Kickers Combine. So we're going to get him on the line, um, hopefully, probably not this week's show, but next week's show. And we're going to talk to him a little bit and see what it was like to go through the NFL's Kickers Combine, what they expect of you, how they run it, and just to talk to him about his dream and why he's pursuing it. Um, He has a master's degree in business. There's a lot of other things he does as well. Uh, Very interesting guy. So again, uh, Donald Mann, uh, cousin to the first lady and myself, one of my favorite vanilla cousins, as I call all of Angie's side of the family there. (laughs) um all my vanilla cousins over there but um no don's a great guy and look forward to getting him on here i think it'll be a fun and very uh unique story to hear people as well uh you don't hear a lot about the nfl kickers combine and you will um here in the next week or so so that's one of the things that we wanted to talk to you about as well and i am vince wright the sports governor again um recovering sports governor from last night's uh little prince party little prince get together that we had here at the executive mansion just remembering the man the myth the legend the the local man done good the local boy who became a star to the world what can you say man what can you say a lot of prints going on there's movie theaters all over the twin cities today showing purple rain for free Uh, Target Field, that's where the Minnesota Twins play. Uh, They showed Target or Purple Rain the other day for free. Um, Had a very big crowd show up at the stadium to watch the movie there on the uh, big screens. So lots of, lots of remembrances coming out for the great one. Um, Let's see here. Of course, trying to find Vern. Vern, we got you covered, Jersey. Chief Raka, so let me check out chat room here. And again, too bad microwave ain't here to explain as Eagles giving Bradford <laughs> twenty-two million guaranteed, then signing his backup for twelve million guaranteed, then trading a boatload of picks to the Browns to draft a so-so quarterback from a Cal system that produced Aaron Rodgers, but also produced Kyle Bowler, Doug Peterson. Trying to win the Chip Kelly award In a landslide Jungle Brother says Shaking my damn head Absolutely Jungle on fire today with them opinions man. Look at the Jungle Brother Do your thing man That's what we'd like to see Chief Rockers uh, Asking Grego if he's going to the draft party With the two live stews And that's right folks Check out uh, the Doug Stewart show as well um every morning uh locally here minnesota time 9 to 11 10 to 12 on the east coast uh doug stewart half of the world famous two live stews doing his thing a great show um the number one chat room where we all met over here so got to give it up for big doug doing his thing but another excellent point by the jungle brother Uh, jungle says also preach chief Hawks made Thomas look like Iverson (laughs) last all right Grego no chief will be in Orlando daughters competing down there at ESPN for the national championship that's right Grego's daughter Uh, best of luck to her because she is into the uh, competitive cheer scene so we will give it up for her and best of luck Grego have fun down there um, You and the wife You guys have fun with baby girl And best of luck to her uh, Kayla if I remember Is that her name Grego Let me know But um, great job for her as well Alright folks We are almost Wow approaching the two hour mark We are uh, going through And doing our thing And again want to say uh, Oh no problem Grego says thanks Vince Not a problem man We support the kids here man uh, Ninja's daughter with that phenomenal volleyball team down there in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, man, got to support the kids, man. Uh, sports, as uh, much heat as sports takes at times, and, and deservedly so. You know, got to be honest. You know, sports and, and kids, and is it, you know, it's just always been a part of my upbringing. And I think that, you know, kids can learn a lot from playing sports and being part of a team. And also individual sports as well, uh, you know, so... Just the Gov's input there as well. Oh, okay. Kaylin is Grego's daughter. Thank you, sir. So let's uh, wish Kaylin the best out there in the real cast nation. And let's do this here. Jersey, we got your song all queued up for you. Let's uh, just... I know, I know, I know Jungle with the breaks and all this, but... We'll probably do the three... uh, We're already at two. We'll go probably two and a half hours today. But, you know, I just wanted to share some Prince tunes with you. You know, a lot of stuff that maybe you've never heard. The B-sides. The more spiritual stuff. But this was a request from Jersey himself. So we got to give it to him. Jersey must have a lady over at the crib. So... Chief Rocker, this one's going out for you, brother. This is Sports Done Right, kicking a little Prince, a door for the Chief Rocker. I'm going to get out the way. We'll be right back after this break. More sports coming up on Sports Done Right, the Sunday service show after this.
0: have spoken and no matter how it goes down your sports talk it's gonna be all right so forget the gop the dnc the only party in town is at the governor's mansion the governor of sports talk that is every tuesday night right here on spreaker come on over and get your sports done right now let's get back to the show with the big smooth fence right
1: We are back. What's up everybody? Sports done right, the Sunday service show. Bop, ba ba. Walking dead style. Absolutely and what's going on everybody Sunday afternoon and we got locally here the twins have tied it up 1-1 out in Washington in the bottom of the third we got NBA playoffs and uh, again looks like now we're at the half Spurs are up by two over Memphis 47-45 so at least for the first half the Grizzlies aren't going down easy um so let's talk a little bit here we'll get in the chat room let me get caught up here with the chat um a lot of good chat first off i want to welcome jb into the house I want to say what's up to him sir so what's up jb thank for joining us welcome aboard sports done right And sorry, Grego, I didn't have money don't matter tonight, but I'll have it uh, in the future for you. So uh, definitely keep your ears open there. Uh, Prince's former wife, Maite, uh, definitely taking it hard. Has been the rumor out there. Uh, Wish her all the best. Again, uh, Prince was cremated yesterday um, after a ceremony, a private memorial with family and close friends uh his body was cremated ashes given to the family and now we're just waiting for the toxicology reports but still damn shame jungle brother in the chat room says it's a shame prince helped me consummate many relationships with his music now if you play his music right now you might push her in the morning or ecstasy it's now 50 50 yeah the first lady had a hard time thursday too um I was talking to her from work and uh, she was driving around and obviously, you know, there's already playing the Prince music on every station. And she's like she had to turn it off when uh, Purple Rain came on just too much for the first lady. Even that's what it was. Uh, JB Jennings says, did I miss the show? Of course not, sir. Grego says Prince friend Van Jones said pretty amazing things about Prince and his community work that he cared about more than the music said that the last concert tour was a cover-up so that he could sneak into these cities on tour to help fund organizations to help struggling people. And that is definitely one of the things Prince would would do. So, absolutely. Um, JB says, nice, rest in peace. Um, As I was telling him, we were just taking a Prince break. Grego says, also stated that he could not know that someone was struggling and not do something to help. Those type of people go back to heaven too soon, but their work purpose may have been complete. And did I, is Thorny up in here? Grego says, hey, Thorny, but I, let me go back here. I didn't see the lovely Thorny switch in here. Um, Maybe wishful thinking by Grego. Um, unless I missed something, Thorny, if you are in here, welcome, but I didn't see. Um... Okay, so, and actually I got a little story here, (laughs) Al Sharpton talking about Prince and his uh, philanthropic efforts, adding that he was very private about them and didn't want to be identified as a donor, Um, the, the Rev says, what many people didn't know is that he would support many of our civil rights causes, Sharpton said. I remember when we were raising the issue of justice around the Trayvon Martin killing. Prince called me and sent me some funds that I gave to the family for him and never wanted recognition for it. Wow. So Prince getting money down to the Trayvon Martin family after that horrible incident. As we know, he went into Baltimore around the policing issue and did a concert to help the family. So he was one that did not want to make a lot about his humanitarian and activist involvement, the reverend says, but he was very much involved in what was going on around the country. He was very much involved in human rights. And this story is uh, from People magazine. While Prince may have shied away from publicizing how much he donated to causes, he was vocal about his support, taking a moment at the Grammy Awards in 2015 to acknowledge that he backed Black Lives Matter. Albums still matter, he said when presenting Album of the Year. Like books and Black Lives, all albums or albums still matter tonight and always. Prince also supported the cause when he performed at a charity concert in Brooklyn last October put on by Jay-Z's music streaming service Tidal, which according to Entertainment Weekly raised $1.5 million that was donated to the Black Lives Matter and other social justice organizations in line with the BLM message. Quote, I would hope that even in the shock, we remembered that depth and gravity of what he was, Sharpton added. Both as a musical innovator and icon, but also as somebody who used the resources he had to help causes that bettered the country and better the world. Aside from his interest in BLM, Prince also invested in making skills and technology accessible to youth in low-income areas. And again, Jungles, you were talking about as his friend Van Jones attests to in an interview with CNN's Jake Tapper. Jones Rebuild the Dream Charity launched the yes we, Co- or excuse me, yes we Code initiative with the intention of teaching 100,000 children in low-income areas how to write code, and Prince was an avid supporter. I don't think people understand how much he cared, Jones told CNN. We started Yes We Code because of Trayvon Martin. Prince said... A black kid wearing a hoodie might be seen as a thug. A white kid wearing a hoodie might be seen as as a Silicon Valley genius. Let's teach the black kids how to be Mark Zuckerberg. Out of that observation, we made a whole organization. Adding that Prince's Jehovah Witness faith banned him from speaking publicly about his concern for poor people, for struggling people, and for African American communities, he noted that it didn't stop the music icon from making it a point to be charitable. Jones also remembered Prince as a friend who was there 100% of the time. He really believed that young people could change the world, Jones said. Not, he was not just a great musician, but he was a great human being at every conceivable level. He's a humanitarian for first and foremost. So there you go. A lot of stuff always done behind the scenes with Prince. And it is what it is. So um let's get into as I know we got some Oh, uh, we got the third member of the Minnesota Trifecta in here. I want to thank my man man RC Ronald Cameron for joining us from Duluth, Minnesota. What up, big RC? Big Ron in the house. What's going on, sir? And RC, we uh discussed the fight last night. Uh triple G. Um, Again wasn't really tested But he did what he was paid to do And that's uh, generate another knockout So R.C. the boxing uh, historian Is up in here as well And R.C. saying what up to everybody Big um, let's see here So where we leave off in the chat room Oh yes Grego And Grego very cool words by the way too uh, Jungle Brothers says it's a shame Prince is gone, but fill in the blank, it's still here, shaking my head, exactly, exactly, all right, what do we got going on here, let's get back to the world of sports, and we'll just kind of finish up some baseball news, Take a look at the records. Now, these are the records as of this morning before the game started. Let's start with the National League. The Cubs are on top in the Central, 13-5. Three games over St. Louis, four games over Cincy and Pittsburgh. Um, They are off to a great start, obviously. Let's see if this can be the year for the Cubbies and reverse the curse. Washington out east has the early lead, 13-4 over New York and Philadelphia. Um, the National League West, Dodgers out to an 11-7 and start, a game and a half over Colorado and Arizona. Again, early in the season, the American League, again, the big surprise is the Chicago White Sox. The Chai Sox are off to a 12-6 start, half a game over the defending world champion, Kansas City Royals. And two and a half up on Cleveland, our lowly Minnesota Twins, 5-13. and Uh, before today's game but only seven games back obviously still early they need to hit a winning streak though Uh, baltimore out east 11 and 5 they are three and a half games up over toronto and boston and them yankees four games back tampa bay four and a half and in the american league west it's oakland and texas tied for the lead at 10 and 8 respectively and a game and a half back is Seattle, Los Angeles. The Angels are two back and Houston is four back. So there you go. Some brief notes here. Yankees losing Hicks and Pender to injuries. Um, this is uh, from the Yankees. Reliever Brandon Pender has a partial ligament tear in his right elbow and must decide whether to have Tommy John surgery New York manager Joe Girardi confirmed the diagnosis Saturday and said Pinder probably would choose in the next couple days whether to have ligament replacement surgery, which likely would sideline him for at least a year or try rehabilitate or try a rehabilitation program and pitch with a partial tear. Also outfielder Aaron Hicks was sent for a uh, MRI to test his sore left shoulder, keeping him out of the lineup as well against Tampa Bay. Hicks, a former Minnesota twin, left Friday night's game with a jammed so- shoulder soon after diving for Brandon Geyer's bloop single. So the Yankees kind of hurting. See what happens there. And let's see what else is going on here. Oh, RC is in our chat room. Triple G is an amazing offensive fighter with knockout power with both hands. He's clearly the best middleweight in the world and one of the three best fighters in the game, but he still hasn't fought an elite fighter yet. And that is a very good point, and that's why we need Ronald Cameron here. That's right. He's absolutely right. Absolutely right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Alvarez, are you out there? Are you going to answer the bell from the jail cell? <laughs> As uh, one of them trollers likes to say, jail cell? Um, looking forward to uh, Stephon Curry coming back. Uh, let's see. And we got 49-45. San Antonio is up as uh, the power is back on, apparently, in Memphis, Tennessee. And they have started the second half there. Uh, Let's see here. But, you know, RC, uh, very good point there on Triple G. Uh, Couldn't agree more. JB Jennings says, not even sure if Canelo want to see him. You know what? You may be right. You may be right, but it's a fight that's got to happen, though, JB uh it's just it's got to it's it's got to happen uh let's see tomorrow monday night we got three playoff games in the nba uh miami looking to take a 3-0 lead against the charlotte hornets that'll start at 7 p.m eastern uh the eight o'clock start eastern time tomorrow is oklahoma city looking to extinguish dallas and the late game tomorrow, you got the Los Angeles Clippers who hold a 2-1 lead over the Portland Trailblazers. They'll be up in the Rose City and trying to extend that to a stranglehold 3-1 uh, a series lead there. Vince Wright, thank you, by the way. Oh, God, where are my manners? I haven't even told people how to check out Spreaker and check us all out here. So, folks, if you're listening on spreaker.com, what you want to do is um you want to go and follow the show Sports Done Right and you want to make sure you hit the heart and like the show. And also, if you want to get into our live chat room, you hit that little kind of talk bubble thing there and that'll bring you live into the chat room. You can also call in live to the show and I have I've been talking so much here and You know, I forgot to give out the damn number 651-968-0124. Again, that number is 651-968-0124. Also, make sure on Spreaker.com that you like the show. Again, hit that heart and you follow the show. You'll get an electronic notification. Um, When you create your profile with Spreaker, with all the shows that you follow, when those shows are live, you'll get a notification letting you know that the show is on and you can join us. So, again, sports done right. Um, we've talked about a little bit about the Vikings. No real uh, for for the local Minnesota people here that listen to sports done right. We haven't had a lot of movement here um, on the University of Minnesota in terms of the athletic director. Um, I did receive a text the other day from one of the local listeners who wanted to ask if we had heard anything about that. If anything's happening, the last that's heard on the University of Minnesota athletic director search is that they've basically. Um, you know they got the search firm. They're looking for candidates, and it's basically going to take probably through the summer again. So, um, again, a lot of people upset with that, but nothing's really changed there. And unfortunately, it is what it is. So, uh, Minnesota Twins fans, our uh, Irvin Santana was scratched from today's game. He was supposed to start today's game um, against the Nationals because of a sore, sore lower back. Um, Tyler Duffy got called up from, uh, triple a yesterday and he is the one pitching the game today. Um, Santana, who is Owen one with a 3.15 ERA so far this year was slated to pitch, but had been scratched because of that lower back. Um, he tweeted during batting practice Friday. Again, the, the twins are playing at a national league team. So the pitcher has the bat and apparently, uh, Irvin Santana tweaked his bat back taking some at-bats and he um, does not have to go on the disabled list he went back to the team hotel after batting practice on friday and received treatment uh, making the twins more cautious is the fact that he would have to bat against washington under national league rules as i just said so they just sent him back to the hotel We'll see what happens. Sounds like it's going to be more day-to-day, but Twins definitely need Irvin Santana to get back to the uh, potential he has um, from uh, last year and a year back on that mound. All right, what else we got going on here? Sports done right. Again, thank you guys out there in the chat room as well. Lots of very good questions, very interesting chat going on today. Very good points being made by a lot of different people. As well. So, I want to give you guys a round of applause in the chat room today. Um, we got some Minnesota Gophers, uh, folks, waiting to hopefully get the call to the NFL as well. um defensive back brain body body calhoun the name always tricks me i just want to say brian but it's i think it's pronounced brain b-r-i-e-a-n body calhoun hyphenated last name um very good player i i hope he can find a way to make the team eric murray devondre campbell uh possibly kj may at wide receiver um Know if those guys are picked, the Gophers would have eight players taken in the past two years, and that would be the most since 1990 and 91 when the draft was 12 rounds. Minnesota Golden Gophers had seven players taken in each of the, the years 2001 and 2002. It shows that we've built a culture of Minnesota to be successful on the field and off the field, and in the future, Body Calhoun said... The Gophers four players, and again, this is from the Twin Cities Pioneer Press. The Gophers four players selected in 2015 were tied for second most in the Big Ten. Ohio State had five, while Michigan State also had four. So, good for them. Gophers showing improvement, um, having good spring practice so far. Of course, there's the Chief Rocker. Of course, who the water boy? You the water boy, fool. Shut up. Come on, Jersey! Don't make me put you back in your jasser. <laughs> oh, that trolling fool! Oh man. Okay, so anyway, folks, uh, we're coming up here in the last uh, couple minutes. Um, I want to thank you for joining us here, Sports Done Right. Um. You know, we got a few minutes left here. we got another Prince song or two, and then we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, I hope everybody has a great Sunday, a great work week as we head back to work. Uh, Gov gets to go to some new offices in downtown Minneapolis tomorrow. And, uh, shell out for the man. But, again, um, Sports Done Right will be back Tuesday night, the regular time, 7.30 p.m. Central Time, 8.30 Eastern. And, again, we're going to have some fun takes there uh, from our show. Um, We're going to have all kinds of interesting takes on the NBA. We're going to get a little more in-depth here. We'll be a couple days closer to the draft. So we're going to have a couple stories pertaining to the NFL draft as well. And NHL playoffs. Either my Chicago Blackhawks will be eliminated or they will have pulled off another 3-1 uh, comeback on the St. Louis Blues. And Minnesota, which uh, is getting ready to start here very, very shortly. And again, Minnesota Wild, we'll see what they can do today. And let's get a look. Um, Washington Capitals, and they have finally put out Philadelphia, looks like here in Philadelphia. Uh, The teams are shaking hands here. This was game six. So I am assuming, just waiting to get the official word, but yes, Philadelphia has been eliminated. And the Washington Capitals move on. And Alex Ovechkin is being interviewed on NBC right now. So the Capitals, the best team in hockey this year, move forward. Philadelphia takes a seat. And... We will go from there. But anyway, folks, let's uh, get you another Prince tune in here. Um, we'll do this last break. We'll come back. We'll put a bow on the show, uh, get you ready here. Um, again, make sure you're checking out realcastradio.com. Make sure you're checking out the Jungle Brother, uh, RealCast Sports Radio, Make sure you're checking out Jersey Vern, the chief rocker himself with the bottom to the top show. That'll be back uh, shortly, but he also does the Monday wrap up. You got that ninja doing his show as well. The Underground Railroad show on Monday and Tuesday evenings. He usually comes on at 630 p.m. uh, Central Time, 730 Eastern Time. Our main man, Togo, Uganda. That's right. Don't forget about his show. The Lonely Hearts Cafe. That's right. Great place to come unwind, grab a little drink, hang out at the cafe with Togo, Uganda, and guest. And again, you want to make sure them kids are put away for that one because it starts going down. (laughs) And also, we got the very lovely Miss Spicy and her show Spicy Conversations. Where she has her friends come on through and talks about, oh, well, every damn thing under the sun. So, Spicy, doing her thing. We love you as well. Make sure you're checking out everybody. Gary G. Money Joiner, Everyday People Show. Um, I'm just trying to think. I hope I didn't miss anybody else's show out there. There's so much going on with Real Cast right now. And um also... Take a look for these shows to be hitting the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. Uh, Ninja made a very nice debut last week with his show. Um, the other shows hopefully uh, will be uh, getting there very, very shortly, let's say. so. All right, folks, let's do this. I wanted to play this song. This came back out during the Purple Rain era. This song was Prince's musical response to the uh, backlash he was receiving for not appearing On We Are The World If you remember Prince did not participate in that Landmark Musical uh, video And uh, song He uh, Just for whatever reason He just didn't want to to be a part of the live thing There with everybody He offered to write a song He did donate that song to the, the album The We Are The World album But um, this song's called Hello, and he just kind of tells you about dealing with life and press and the photographers and whatnot during that time. So let's get it started. Last little Prince break Sports done right. Rest in peace to the Purple Prince himself, Prince Rogers Nelson, passing away at 57 years of age. Vince Wright, sports governor, putting a bow on the show here. Sports done right, the Sunday service show. I want to thank everybody for joining us today. Uh, Tomorrow, Monday, we are back at it. I assume the real cast boys are back at it. Uh, Chief Rocker says, that's why you don't get paid to think. (laughs) Shut up, Jersey. (laughs) Uh, Let me give you, uh, before we end the show, let me give one last shout out for the big man, the Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern, and Rosario, Ohio State football team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's enough of that anyway folks thank you for joining me Vince Wright I had a great time today I get to go hang out with my wonderful family now the first lady by the way I do want to wish my son Justin Wright a very very happy 20th birthday today so what up to uh, JT Justin Thomas Wright 20 years old he is our miracle baby Um, the quick backstory and my wife hates this, but for those of you that didn't know my wife, we were one of those people. She didn't know she was pregnant until she actually had our son in the delivery room. So, um, a story we'll get into another time, but Justin Thomas, happy 20th back in 1996. You blessed us. Um, also, which was a week before our wedding, but, um, want to say what's up to him. Yeah, I'm I am old to sell JB. <laughs> I absolutely am. Uh, I, I thank everybody again for tuning in. Um again, thanks for kind of letting me go heavy with the old Prince music here. Um my favorite artist obviously growing up in Minneapolis. Prince made it cool to be from Minneapolis. Uh I, I often tell and we talked about this last night when we're sitting around the big table and having drinks and whatnot. You know, we, we've had other famous people from Minnesota, um, famous musicians, um, but Bob Dylan, probably the other most famous besides Prince, but people don't talk to you about Bob Dylan being from Minnesota. Everybody wanted to know, once they found out you were from Minneapolis, there's one thing that came up, and that was Prince, and his reach was worldwide, the music lives on forever, and... You know, as, as sad as people are, there's just a lot of happiness to uh, a lot of smiling faces, a lot of good music and a lot of good music to come as well. So, all right. I want to thank everybody out there. JB, Ron, um, RC out there saying what up to uh, Justin on the birthday. I appreciate that. The chief rocker, Jersey Vern, says he is going to be on tomorrow. So I am looking forward to that. Uh, The Chief comes on in the afternoon right around drive time. So check out that Monday recap show as well. And realcastradio.com, go there to check out information on all the shows, the schedules, and you'll find everything you need. So um, also go to spreaker.com to follow shows as well. Make sure you check out Sports Done Right. Also check out the other show that I co-host with Reggie Lawrence. Uh, He also goes by the name DJ Dollars and Cents. We do a little show called The Sports and More Show and that's every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Make sure you tune in for that as well. We had a real good show last week, obviously being Thursday, the day Prince died. Um, I got a lot of feedback over Twitter and stuff, so uh, very proud of that show. And make sure you go into the archives. You can go listen on demand on Spreaker.com and check that show out. Uh, Prince remembered the uh, death of a legend, I think is what we titled it. So, All right, that's the end of the Sunday service show, people. Vince Wright, I'm so happy to bring it to you. I am the sports governor. We are going to take you out. With uh, one more Prince tune. And again. We will be back to the regular show. On Tuesday night. Can't wait to do that for you. So again. Uh, Prince rest in peace. And. I'm just got to. See here's the thing. So many songs. So many hits to choose from. Uh, I, I, you just don't even know where to start. Where to stop. Um. Man, I mean, it's just incredible. Just incredible. Jeez. God, look at this, man. I just... <sighs> Where would you even go with it? Uh, should we go old school, Prince? Uh, it's Sunday. We should probably not play the irresistible B-I-T-C-Hs of the world, maybe. Um, let's do this, actually. Got a little... Got one I want to play for you. Because this song I always thought was unique. It was on the soundtrack for the Batman movie that came out way back when. But I always just thought Bat Dance was a unique song. So let's... Go home today with that. And you guys have a great day. Have a good Sunday. And no jersey. I do not need any tissue homeboy. You guys have a great day. This has been Sports Done Right. Peace.
0: We got it right sports done right check us out right here on Spreaker every Tuesday night with your host the big smooth Vince Wright you can keep up with all the latest breaking sports news and commentary by joining the sports done right group chat on Facebook it's about time you got your sports done right